that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y? Also, a Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, the sexy Tigger the Tiger of this podcast. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Jordan, the sexy Bert and sexy Ernie of this podcast. <laughs> I'm your also host, Kevin, the sexy pharmacist of this podcast. <laughs> oh, okay, so now is the, the part in the show where we... We drop in these into our little chat bar and show what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, here. Okay, Bert and Ernie, that's that's creative. I was kind of hoping that was, like, not two separate costumes, but actually, um, like, a combo costume. Like, one of those ones where one person is the Bert and the other one is, like, an Ernie on their shoulders or in a little backpack. That How would, would that great. work? It's like the costume where it's, like, you're in the... The dinosaur thing, but it looks like a dinosaur holding a guy in a cage. But the face how, in the how, cage. how? In what way would that or be like sexy? the grandma holding the baby? Well, I don't know. Yeah, that. sexy grandma holding too. sexy baby. <laughs> I, that, that would be fantastic. No. Okay, this this fa- sexy pharmacist is an atrocity. That is all. That is <laughs> is an attractive man in like an, a uniform from CV. Hold on, yes, but sexy for, pharmacist. There's, it's Dr. Herb Smoker. Yeah, for a mere four nine forty nine ninety five, you can be Dr. Herb Smoker, who oh has a short sleeve lab coat with removable Dr. Herb Smoker name badge, included green prescription cross. pad. It's got a green cross symbol with a ganja leaf inside it. Hold on, the prescrip- It comes with a, with an optional prescription pad, which says, "Quote doctor's orders." Chill and relax. <laughs> After your copay, the cost will be four dollars and twenty cents. Uh. All right, I dropped mine in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> I don't think that's one you could just go out and buy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's oh. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it is a guy wearing a um a Tigger costume that was clearly made for like an elementary school <laughs> child. It um, g- doesn't even reach down to his belly button. His arms are bursting out of it. His face is just kind of under Tigger's now. And so and he's just wearing <laughs> a Spider-Man face speedo. <laughs> I think he's more of a thong than a speedo. Let's not uh well, cares. Where where Spider Man well, he, he is. Spider Man's eyes are are squarely on top of his uh his his hoo ha. Um I think the best thing is the spy kids footwear the poster in the background. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. That guy is an enemy of children. Um, and welcome to our podcast, which, as you've probably gathered, is a show where not only are we enemies to children, but uh, we are We're also... also enemies of the people. <laughs> GeorgeChampy.com. No, that was hey, my line. That was my know, line in that show. You... I was the one who, in Enemy of the People, got to say, this guy started to sound like a real enemy of the people. Wait, did you really? Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh, hold on, guys. Uh, I was on our Ninja vs. Podcast Facebook page, and when you're a page admin, uh, it has a bar there of, you know, a list of your friends you could be inviting to this page. So mm-hmm. I'm going through, I, I do this once every couple months, I go through and I invite people who I think should be in the Facebook page and for whatever reason are not. And who do I find among the people who are not fans of NVP? But none other than George Hampy of georgehampy.com. That's right. Although your invite probably got him to look at our new logo. It did, because he like looked it. at our logo and then said, yes. <laughs> did he like the page? I don't think he did. I don't think he did, because it would have come you up. Nick our... Smith did. You got Nick Smith, too. I got and Nick Harrison Smith. Ealy did, I got too. Harrison Ealy. Both of them should have been listeners from day one. So Harry, I know, listens, because he went to the live show. Yeah, he went Nick to the live Smith, show, yeah. Um, I would like, I'd like to point your, your gaze to the other link that I put in the chat. Oh, wow. That is Jack Hammer. Jack Hammer. Oh, that's wonderful. That's, it's, it's a Jack Hammer attached to a belt, so it looks like it's his. The Jack Hammer is his. (laughs) 
is his bits, his jibblies. Um, uh, all right, so as you probably gathered, this is our Halloween episode. I hope you gathered that. Ooh. It's coming out on Halloween, so I hope you're hold up somewhere nice and spooky with your 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 Loved Luigi ones. board. Um, Luigi board. It's, yeah. Hey, how yeah, come nobody picks of me? I'm I in a house looking for my brother. I, I can jump a super high. These are the worst Italian accents. <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. Yeah, that's that's um, all the we the Luigi ports. It's just it's awesome. unintelligible Italian. Who but I just found a uh, Luigi board on DeviantArt. It's wonderful. <laughs> oh is man, it, is it for sale? Uh, I think you just got to print it out. I would love to do some <laughs> Luigi. Thank you so much for playing. playing thank you. My no, but that's wrong though. It's thank you for to playing my game. That's true. Thank you for to playing my game. Also, it says so long, gay Bowser. It's definitely so long, gay Bowser. As yeah, we Mario all know, was really homophobic. He um, was. It's it's a part of his past that he doesn't like to talk about. Um, but <laughs> we're a podcast where we argue verses and would you rather questions. We take them and we hash them out. Here on the show, and so without further oh, and they're submitted by you, the listeners. Are so they? Without further ado, yeah, they are. Except for that 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 random times that I submit. <laughs> Except for when Jordan wants to talk about Harry Potter. But I'd like so, to say that I have never submitted a question. Well, yeah, that's you got to get. Well, thoughts. Kevin would go through the correct channels. That's right, I would. Doctor Herb Smoker. <laughs> Herb Smoker. <laughs> so without clever, further right? ado, let's get started. Our first question comes to us. From friend of the show, Cole Ross, and host of Watch Out for Fireballs, Bonfire Side Chat, The Level. He's fantastic guy. Fantastic he has his question own podcast asker. network. He has his own podcast network, duckfeed.tv. It's or great. Is, Check it out. Is that uh, Glengarry Glenn Ross's podcast network? No, it's Cole's. Wait. He just brought it. It belongs to Walter Matthau? Yeah, it does, definitely. Gary Butterfield is actually a uh, clone of Walter Matthau, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the mythos that we're going with. Uh-huh. Um, his question is, would you rather be chased forever by all the world's skeletons? Well, I don't want to be chased forever. I mean, chased I'm, forever. A, I'm planning on getting married at some point. <laughs> or, <laughs> I knew exactly where you were going with that from the second that you, said, that you interrupted Tyler. <laughs> this is uh, we're on a great great flow tonight the the seam is strong so or what taste this this the what do you want to revise that is that it is that an expression the, the seam, seam is like strong. we're tapped into a good comedy seam like it's like a uh-huh. seam of coal the stream what? is strong the life stream yeah. is strong yeah the life stream is strong in this one he's got so many midichlorians he doesn't know what to do with them all I just googled the seam is strong. That is not an expression. <laughs> or oh, you know what? My I love seam punk though. It's just people who knit and sew things. Or chased forever by one determined and crafty shapeshifter. Go. So we're so, being chased by one constantly duck chased sized by horse or a hundred horse sized ducks. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, okay. Forever by one um very crafty determined shapeshifter or by all the world skeletons go. And I'm guessing these are spooky reanimated skeletons, not just like people's bones. <laughs> what if they it's just, it's just Well, I mean dr- they were people's bones, but I don't think you're gonna like people's bodies are gonna start, you know, going against their will. No, no, it's like why is it's just a guy's like it's just a guy with a tractor and he's just like towing like a bunch of skeletons and chasing you around. <laughs> um well, obvious disadvantage of the shapeshifter is that you're never going to know. You're never going to know where they be. Uh it maybe he does shapeshift into a horse-sized duck. Maybe his powers are that strong. More likely though, He's going to shapeshift into, you know, the form of someone you love and care about and take you out from there. So, you know, be careful. Well, no, no. He's not shapeshifter going to be like you. the Wonder Twins where, like, he's going to be yes, like Sam where he can only change into, like, a bucket of water. <laughs> 
No, I, I mean, um, no, he's really ice. crafty, so he can really only change into like, um, like pipe filters or a ball uh, of yarn or some some sculpy clay. Well, the thing is, he keeps he can shape shift into anyone and uh, anything he wants. But every time, like he he gets close to catching you, he's distracted by a new craft on Pinterest, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it's, it's like. What if he is Pinterest? That sounds like a crafty shapeshifter. Pinterest does sound like a villain's name. Like, who, what's the name no, of the guy do- with all no, the? No, it doesn't. No, what's the guy with all the pins in his head? Pinhead. That's Hellraiser. That's, oh yeah, that's, Hellraiser. That's Hellboy. Hellboy. That's Ron Perlman. Yeah. What if you were chased by Ron Perlman? Oh, if he takes the form of Ron Perlman and chases me, I don't think I can deal with that. Like, oh man. Um. Um. No, but you would like. He never. In either scenario, though, they never catch you. So, like, if you stop to catch your breath, they, like, have to stop, like, like feet oh, away from you. I don't think that's assumed. I think you have to be constantly working to make sure they don't catch you. Well, then, like, at this least is an with... ongoing thing. You're forever, you're forever chased, so you're forever running. Well, at least then, with the shapeshifter, there's a chance that he would be, like, he or she would be shapeshifting into the shape of a hot lady. And you're like, all right, I'm being chased by, I can tell my friends I'm being chased by a hot lady. Oh my gosh. But I can't, I'm right. too afraid of commitment. All right. Let's go to skeletons here. Um, I've done some research while we've been talking as I am wont to do. And <laughs> this is what bones are made of. <laughs> now let, let me tell you how many people have ever been born. Okay. Over 107 billion at 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 best estimates. 7 billion <laughs> of best. those are still alive. So that means you are contending with 100 billion skeletons. Thoughts? Well, but a bunch of them are going to be kid skeletons. Sorry to bring mm. it down and be real uh, depressing. Man, are you talking about <laughs> it would like be really depressing? <laughs> hey, you're talking about like Dead. starving children in Africa and all that. No, or, he's thinking of just um, like you're thinking who... of Majora's Mask. You're thinking of Skull Kid. Well, like influenza. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like a bunch of people used to die of like diarrhea and stuff. No longer. Well, I believe the children do. are future. But you know, so so then, oh, then you would just be like chased by skeletons that are just covered in like snot and stuff from having the flu. Yeah, but they, those skeletons be real easy to punt. I don't know. Those, yeah, wait. these skeletons. Can we safely assume that these skeletons be tripping if there's so many of them? Yeah, you can safely assume that these skeletons, you know, they're not going to be as crafty or as, you know, determined and problem solving a bull. Because uh, they got no brains. The other guy. Yeah, I mean, they're just going to be like stumbling around. And you're probably going to hear them coming because all of them rattling. Well, because, and... like, they can't help but, like, play xylophones on each other's bones <laughs> if any of the Looney Tunes I've seen. Uh, yep. Now, here's the other problem with, uh, here's an advantage for the, facing the skeletons. Skeletons have no muscular tissue attached to them, and movement is pretty much impossible unless you have muscles to move the bones. Mm, yeah. So really- I mean, they're somehow animated. <laughs> they're animated, but they're probably just really angry that they can't move. And they're, like, looking up at you, like, with a death glare, and they're just like, I want to kill that guy because he can walk around. And so I, as long as you so like kind of avoid museums, <laughs> well, it's kind of a, a self-esteem boost. Then she's like, you know what? I was I'm blessed with the gift of movement. I can dance a jig. I can love like there's no tomorrow and dance through life. How does that thing go? Do you usually have skeletons watching you while you make love, Kevin? Uh yes. In in the event that I will ever make love, which I won't because I'm going to die alone, I will always have skeletons watching me. Well, you do have some skeletons in your closet. <laughs> but with with the shapeshifter, like when he shape when he shapeshifts into like a square, that's gonna be real hard to for him to chase you because like squares can't move real easily. So it's like, oh, that one's yeah, pretty easy. That's the invention of the wheel one hundred and one. Yep. <laughs> um, or if he sh- shapeshifts into a simple machine, you know, like an inclined plane. Oh, shoot, that's real easy. It's going to, um, I'm, I'm guessing when they shapeshift, they can also mask their voice, though. Um, like, because <laughs> if it was, if it was just a little the voice, voice of Ron Perlman every single time. <laughs> right. It'd be pretty easy to pick out. 
and oh, a beautiful the, wife. That, that little Italian boy has the voice of Ron Perlman. That's probably the shapeshifter. Now, oh, can you so can greatness. you beat like okay? So if I determined who the shapeshifter is, can I kill him? I don't think so because he's forever chasing you. I don't think you can really put an end to that. Skeletons, you can always just be like, okay, I'm gonna like carry a crowbar around and just smash these bad boys to bits. You could be proactive and go to graveyards and <laughs> dig up loved ones and yeah, and, bash their bones into. An army of darkness. Uh, Ash didn't seem to have too much trouble fighting a horde of skeletons. You're talking about Ash Ketchum, right? right. Yes. <laughs> well, Ash Ketchum is is he, in all of he us. He grows up to uh, eventually go to a cabin and find the Necronomicon uh, and summon great evil into the Pokemon universe. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, that's all I'm gonna go. I don't want to spoil the movie for anyone. So, yeah, I was really surprised when they introduced that whole. Um, that well, let me tell you, I mean, Pokemon series. After after watching the first Evil Dead, you look at Pseudo Wudo in an entirely new light. <laughs> um, you know what though, with skeletons. If they don't take the ca- those calcium supplements, they are going to be worthless. They're not going to be able to chase you down. That's true. So That's as long true. as as long as you destroy the world supply of calcium, you'll always be able to outrun them. Yeah, they'll probably all have osteoporosis. Exactly. They'll have holes in their bones. Yeah. That, but hold on, stupid skeletons. That, that would mean they could probably fly because birds have holes in their bones and they can fly. <laughs> Oh, that's right. true. That's what osteoporosis does. You know what? That's why nuns can fly, because they get osteoporosis. Yeah, they're bird Oh, my bird gosh. Because all they drink is beer. They got bird. Because <laughs> there's, no, there's no calcium in beer. There's no vitamin D in beer. Oh, yeah, I don't but know. there's Jordan's, plenty of vitamin Jordan's D. Got, <laughs> Jordan's got all that cow beer from from his hometown. Yeah, milk stout, Lancaster. man. What are you talking about? Oh, wait. Morty's beloved milk stout. No, his is oatmeal. Oatmeal, right. Never mind. Uh, this question has been great. Yeah, why don't we take a vote on it, <laughs> Jordan? Which are you going with? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, all the skeletons ever because I'm gonna ask my good friend uh, Matt Nisley to give me the inside dirt because he was part of the band We Were Skeletons. So, <laughs> so he can speak from experience. He can speak from experience. Uh, Kevin, you know I'm gonna go with skeletons because. Um, if I catch one and then I rip its arm off, I can beat it over the head and say, stop skeletoning yourself. Stop skeletoning yourself. <laughs> and I am also going to go with skeletons because I think they are going to be easy to take down. Like, all you need is a shovel and a good good swinging arm. Oh, plus uh, they're also, just, they're just I would like be happier because take... they got that skeleton smile on. So it's going to be like, hey, this is a positive change. chase. <laughs> Cheech. Positive Cheech as well. Positive Cheech Marin. Um, I'd Dr. also Herb like Smucker, to. T- eh? I'd also like to take this moment to uh, plug one of my favorite tumblers. Uh, it is curated by um, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross himself. Um, Glenn Gary is- Glenn Butterfield. <laughs> Glenn Gary Glenn Butterfield. Um, it is spookyskeletonpicks.tumblr.com. And it is a constant source of enjoyment. Uh, only the finest of spooky skeleton picks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you again for the question, Cole. Uh, it's always great to hear from folks on the duckfeed.tv network. And also, uh, it was just a great one. <laughs> but next time you have to choose between being pursued by a really persistent shapeshifter or a horde of skeletons... Go ahead with that horde of skeletons. You're going to be glad you did. But being the Dark Souls aficionado that you are, you probably already know that. Our next question comes to us from Holly Stansbury. Thank you so much, Holly, uh, who Jordan and I saw at a wedding just the other day with fellow fan of the podcast, Zachary Bailey, and friends of the podcast, now married, uh, Michael and Monica Bailey, yep, uh, who probably don't listen to this podcast. invited to that. Not invited to that. Not invited. Well, that's okay. Neither of them that. probably listen. But Zach is a super fan. 
So that's all that matters. Probably that won't is all be that invited matters. to his wedding either. <laughs> Not to that. Holly's question is: Would you rather keep a jack o' lantern on your porch until next Halloween, or have to wear a pumpkin on your head until Thanksgiving? Go. Now, I'm gonna uh, let me speak up right now. You that... see, <laughs> now she's. You see, we're not doing Cosby impressions again. Um, this one strikes a chord for me because in middle school, uh, there was this girl who was my frenemy at the time, and mm. uh, I had I, I had and still have a very large head, and her nickname for me was uh, Pumpkinhead, and it was rather cruel, and you know if. If I had to experience actually having a pumpkin on my head, I don't, I don't think I could, you know, it'd be really. really... <laughs> did she ever, did she ever try and take knives to your face or anything like that? Maybe scoop out your brains? You know, she might have done that. <laughs> Shoot, that explains so much. <laughs> that explains all the scars on my face. <laughs> you want to know how I got these scars? A frenemy. <laughs> um. Well, di- obvious disadvantage of the uh, the pumpkin on your head is that it's gonna start to go bad, uh, so that's gonna that's gonna smell. It's probably gonna ruin a lot of clothes. Um, um but you're never might, gonna be. It's hungry. gonna look pretty cool though. You're gonna be able to like spook people. I don't know, maybe rob a convenience store. Like you're, you're gonna you're, be going all Ichabod Crane. You're never gonna be hungry. You will always have pumpkin seeds to eat. Oh, yeah, you just keep ma- munching on those bad boys. Yeah. That's going to be great. Now, are we assuming Wait, this you, pumpkin... Do people eat pumpkin seeds? Wait, yes. What? They're yeah, so they're good. Delicious. Do you salt them or what? Yeah, you take them, you like lightly butter them, and you salt them, and you throw them in the oven. They're great. Yeah, I mean, you get awesome. rid of all the guts first. It's just the seeds. But Yeah, but the guts are, are so high in protein and vitamin D and vitamin Halloween. Um. So we're assuming that this pumpkin is cut in such a way that you can see out of it, though, right? Probably not. <laughs> so you're probably just walking around, yeah, just running into things constantly until Thanksgiving. So for about a solid month. Yeah, I mean, what happens if while doing that, you just walk straight into a wall and the pumpkin just splits open and falls off of you? Then a I new think one. You're obligated to at least keep the stem on top of your head. No, no, a new one just grows around you, like James and the Giant Peach. That happened if... in James and the Giant Peach, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. What if the peach uh, was his head? What if you're at a sporting event? Let's say you're at a national football game, and you're at the the beginning of the game. You're all rising for the national anthem. Can you take the pumpkin off in that that one instance? To show respect for your country, no, and everyone's <laughs> no. going to notice. No, and everyone notices what you are. No. no, but then and how but, spooky you. They'll are. probably they think love you're you. some type of a Halloween terrorist. No, they would be like, "Oh, this guy's like our in mascot." The Cowboy forever. Bebop movie. Yeah, they'd be like, "This guy's our mascot forever." We are now the the Caltech Pumpkinheads. Oh shoot! Yeah, you're going to be wearing it, and everyone's going to love it. And it's going to become your thing. Yeah. Like, you'll oh, be pumpkin here comes head pumpkin head. Like, even when you can take it off, like, you won't be able to or else ooh, you'll disappoint ooh, ooh. all of your fans. How about how about we invest in, like, some type of high-tech uh, uh, a s- skid speeder thing that you stand on and you got your pumpkin on your head and you can pretend you're, like, the Hobgoblin or something from the Spider-Man That would be series. pretty cool. That'd you be would be cool. a Spider-Man villain. Um, clear disadvantage oh, of the pumpkin on the porch is that it's being left there for an infinitely longer time. And I don't know how long you guys usually leave your pumpkins on your porches, but they get they get pretty rank. Uh, they get rank. Um, also, fun. it's going to totally demolish your curb appeal. Yeah, it's going to get rid of your curb appeal. No one's going to want to curb stomp anyone near your house. Um, fun that's fact. Embarrassing. We had a uh, we had a pumpkin last year and we kept it on our kitchen table. And then we forgot that we had it there, and it was like... Because the... you didn't go into the kitchen for a solid three yep. months. Yeah, it was just like it'd be blended into the scenery. And then it was like December 2nd, and we're like, oh, shoot, we got to get rid of this thing. 
So he went to pick it up by the stem, and it just had rotted so much that it all just fell apart all, all over the table and left a stain. So there's a little <laughs> pumpkin stain on our table now. Did you name the pumpkin stain? Uh, we named it uh, Stainy, the pumpkin stain. You didn't go with Stainly? Uh, we... <laughs> Can we Stain- go completely off topic? Uh, I think we already have. Yeah, yeah I was well, gonna say, we well. haven't. I can't believe we haven't discussed this on the podcast yet. But can we talk about uh, the uh, the famous denizens who have perished in uh, Kevin's apartment? Wait, what? Did somebody famous die in your apartment? Kevin? Oh, he's got at least two dozen famous famous individuals who've died in your apartment by now, haven't you, Kevin? Wait, really? What are you talking about? The four, the four-legged ones. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. We have graveyard, help. graveyard of the stars. That's right. Well, we we have a lot of mice in my apartment, and we name them all after actors and actresses. Uh, whenever we is this kill before them. or after you catch? Okay, after. No, no, no. We name them because we know there's another one coming. And, uh, and there's so always like, another mouse. Yeah. So we're like, there's always a bigger mouse. Um, now, is there always a bigger star, though? Like, when are you going to hit this, this well, ceiling of stardom? Well, we're looking for Cedric the Entertainer right now. So um, who have we who notably have we got? Uh, Jack we Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Uh, Glenn Close. Uh, Bob Hoskins. Um Bob Barker, we did just recently do Ron, uh, Ron Perlman, um, uh, Michael Chiklis, um, who else? Michael Douglas, uh, Shia LaBeouf. Did you do Catherine oh, Zeta? No, not yet. You should have uh, gotten her still, with Michael she's Douglas. She's still at large. We have, we have like 20 mice that we've caught, so quite a few. It was probably that pumpkin. Like, that's another thing. This pumpkin is going to attract vermin. It's going to attract rats. It's going to attract cats. It's going to attract yeah, gnats. But you know what? What if some of them sing? Oh, yeah. That oh. would be great. You know what? Because there's always there. that chance that you get, like, an Oliver and Company scenario going. Or, oh, Ari- yeah. or Aristocats. Or, you know, How whatever. often do you see um, Oliver and Company-esque uh, troops of dogs uh, wandering the streets of New York, Kevin? Like... At least once a week. And then, like, the rest of the time, you get the off-Broadway cast, and you're like, ugh. And you're just like, Every once in a while, it's actually Billy Joel in a Why should I care? Yeah, and then then I forget the next line of the song, so I can't keep going. Something about beep operation. (laughs) I got streets. Operation. Yeah, that's what it is. Um... So okay, so the first thing is is just pumpkin on your porch all the time, uh, for a year, or pumpkin on your head till Thanksgiving. But the Thanksgiving thing is that's going to be at least four weeks because it falls on the fourth Thursday of November. But it's going to be great because you're like, hey, at Thanksgiving you're going to be like, hey, you guys want some pumpkin pie? And you slam your head down on the table, and then you're like, here it it is, pie, exactly. Yeah, you're a provider. Because you baked your head earlier with weed. <laughs> it was actually an It's a Wonderful Life type scenario. And you pulled yourself out just the every, right moment. To every, time, every time a pumpkin shatters, uh, a, a skeleton gets flesh again and becomes <laughs> the person. Would it be more like a Midsummer Night's Dream scenario? What's that? Oh, like... The the version that we saw at KCACTF that was People were vomiting that was, into each other's mouths that was set in in the eighties grindcore scene. Did uh, they still have a guy with a donkey face or not? Uh, yeah, uh, they did. Barely. And and the one guy was wearing a gas mask, and the one girl was just wearing tape over her nipples. Uh, it was that is the only play I've ever walked out on. In my life. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Oh man! It was well, let's bad. be honest. Uh, ours was la better, so gross <laughs> city. <laughs> uh, so we need to vote on this, Kevin. What are you going with? I am going to go with the pumpkin on your porch because if you carve a face in there, then you'll slowly see the face wither and die like an old man, and then you can say, "Well, that's another thing that I love that's died, and this that, <laughs> that this life has taken." 
and then you can write a haiku about it. Uh, I am also going to go with skeleton on the porch, mostly because skeleton? I hate any. Well, sorry, I was, <laughs> yeah. looking, I was looking at spooky skeleton. <laughs> I think we all are. Uh, I'm looking at skeleton puns, so <laughs> those are great. Um, would you say they're humorous? Yes, I would say they're humorous. <laughs> um i did not make that up that is one of the skeleton puns that he is looking at um i'm gonna go with uh pumpkin on the porch because um i hate anything with like goo and pumpkins are gooey and oh gosh we just cram it we've heard how much i hate having things on me because i'm i'm a whatever i don't even know i'm a he's you're a thing you're a thing a chondriac yeah, let me yeah. let me look up fear you're a, of goo. You're a goo goopachondriac. I believe it's a goober. <laughs> Goobophobia. You got goobophobia. <laughs> you're afraid of Jordan Bennis. <laughs> he is a big goob. Jordan? Uh, go I'm going to go with Pumpkin on the Porch because I'm just going to assume. That is my favorite children's novel, by it's, the way. It's very similar to the song. That's the sequel to the song Grazing in the Grass, Pumpkin on the Porch. Pumpkin on the porch is a blast, baby. Can you scare it? <laughs> uh, uh, so, thank you so much for question, Holly. The next time you have to choose between a pumpkin on the porch or a pumpkin on your head, go with that pumpkin on the porch. You're going to love it. Our next question comes to us from Jeffrey Lawton. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. He wants to know haunted houses versus corn mazes go i was really hoping it was gonna be haunted mouses (laughs) haunted mouses (laughs) um versus haunted houses at least Um, you you can kill haunted mouses um now i'm presuming he means like amusement park haunted houses because there's no well i mean there's no spooky version of a corn maze yeah there is there are there are in fact spooky versions of corn mazes. There are ones where I've seen these. I haven't gone through them because I'm terrified of everything and anything. Um, but uh, the spooky corn maze where they'll have like actors in the uh, in the corn, like ready to jump out, like and, children like, of and the sp- corn. Yes, <laughs> ready to jump out and spook you. So like you're trying to get out of the maze because there's 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 spooky doings afoot. And you're like, oh, no, I took a wrong turn. And there's a person with no head at the end of the wrong turn. Wow, you so sounded like you were singing some B-52s take a right turn. there. That <laughs> was a wrong turn. <laughs> now, haunted, haunted corn maze is that it's a bad harvest. And yeah, there was there was no well, corn to sell, and we had to mortgage the farmhouse. Well, that was, a, well, that was your why I always bury a fish with the corn. tearing out half of and the corn our... to make a corn maze. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but I think the haunted houses. Uh, yes, there's amusement park haunted houses. There's also just like there more and more have been popping up of like theater companies or just. Um, scare enthusiasts who will put together their own like independent you know scary experience haunted houses which are terrifying but then there's also like the actual really spooky this is I do not feel comfortable being here type haunted houses which are terrifying and I think this includes all of the above alright there's a haunted house in New York City called Blood Manor which spews 37 gallons of blood, obviously fake, per night. Oh, I thought that was... That's not a whole um, lot of blood, really. No? Just 37... I I mean, I'm I'm saying with respect to, you know, The Shining, which has the elevator doors open, and that blood flows out all over the place. Well, that had a budget of, like, $40 million. I... Tickets are thirty dollars to Blood Manor, so I don't think they're making that yeah, kind of Yeah, Blood box. Banks were really upset. All right, it was look, it was worth it. <laughs> look, here's here's reason enough to go with the corn maze because number two haunted house in New York haunted houses is Steampunk Haunted House. <laughs> why does that that is why does that exist? Why is Steampunk is not scary? It's stupid. No, well, Kevin. Oh man, feel uncomfortable. He's, he's wearing to a he's home w- full of 
greasy leather um, mustache hog wearing folks. He's, probably he's be wearing four pairs of goggles. That's so scary. You can see right into your soul. That's uh-huh. what the fourth pair is for. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have any haunted house experiences? Because I, I, I scare no, I, really I easily. I don't go to them. Like either. I'm not even. Yeah. I'm not even good at scary movies. I, I, young Tyler had a lot of nightmares. I went yeah, to no, I haunted I love house scary once. Movies. They're real funny. I went to a haunted house once and like went into the first room and it was like some kind of wolf man in a cage in his underwear and he was screaming a lot and I immediately started sobbing and and left the house and refused to go back in. This was, I think, elementary school, Tyler. I don't know what my parents were thinking. They were probably thinking you're some weak little book reading maggot and uh, they want to toughen you up. That's true. That's a good point. You know what, though? Like, corn mazes are scary because everybody has that point if you're directionally challenged, with I, which I am, where you're like, shoot, like, I'm never going to get out of here. I'm lost, and I'm going to be stuck in this corn forever, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just have to, like, become a farmer and harvest to be able to get I mean, out of here. Could, you yeah, could, at least you have sustenance available. You could just walk through the corn. Oh, I'm sorry. If I don't want to trample on America's proud agricultural tradition, Jordan, if I respect, hey, eh, did you it's ever all getting made into ethanol? Anyway. Did you ever read the poem "God Made a Farmer"? <laughs> Go do it, because they have it tough. That's the scariest thing. Is that some is, Wendell Berry? Is the workload that America's farmers have to put up with, and how they are not getting the support that they need to in Congress, bunch of fat cats with their pork. Yeah, it's not like they're getting huge surpluses to make vegetables that nobody's eating. <laughs> it's not like they, they <laughs> make vegetables that people need candy. to survive. <laughs> um, yeah, where are the candy farmers? Why aren't they making Sugar candy? Cane, man. They're all down in the Caribbean. Wait, have you? Holy crap. Candy corn maze? Ooh, wow. Where's that? That'd be great. I don't know, but let's make it. I want to go through a candy corn maze. That'd be great. Now, the candy corn is the challenge and the reward. Um, (laughs) You just get a big old bag of candy corn at the end. You're like, whoops, you're diabetic now. (laughs) Is there anything, Jordan? No. Well, then we got a corner on the market. The Ninjas versus Podcast Candy Corn. Well, I mean, there's a corn maze that calls itself the Candy Corn Maze, but it's not candy corn. Hey, everybody. Come on down. Take I-9 past the IHOP. Go a little bit on the dirt road past Mrs. McSwiggin's old farmhouse to the Ninjas versus Podcast Candy Corn Maze. Just ask Hal. I will say there is uh, this uh, Wreck-It Ralph uh, candy corn maze uh, that looks quite well drawn, I should say. <laughs> I believe you're thinking of Shrek-It Ralph. Um, <laughs> oh, Shrek-It Ralph. <laughs> that was such a good YouTube video. I'll post that in the in Yeah, the you should, you should. Um, do either of you guys feel like your own houses are haunted? I used to worry about my house being built on an Indian burial ground, like poltergeist. Like, worry that it was? Or wait, no, you know that it was, and you were worried about what it would do. Either or. I mean, we already discussed, like, three or four episodes how there's dead bodies out in my forest. (laughs) Wait, are there really? There could be. I'm not going to go back and look. (laughs) Jordan Jordan hasn't been in the forest in 20 years. I told you there was uh, something that looked almost definitely like a human femur that I was just like, eh, oh, right. it's probably probably a horse bone or something like that. I don't, I don't know. I mean, my my house might as well. My house is worse than haunted because I just keep getting mail for Geraldine Turner and Edward Marmel. So it's like <laughs> I would rather them haunt me. Like, just don't just stop getting your mail sent here. You can like you can. You can peep me watching Frasier. I don't care. Like, just, I don't want to get, like, I got freaking Edward Marmel's hearing aid once. And I was you like, can, I, don't, I don't want this. You this can see the. Wait, did you put it in and get super hearing? Scrambled eggs. What's that? What's that done? Wait, did you use it? No. Did you get super hearing? No. Oh, man. 
Was it like uh, a judicial same. hearing aid? <laughs> yes, it it helps you get through court cases because they're so boring. Um, yeah, they should start calling uh, junior lawyers at like law practices hearing aids. <laughs> Just like they should call employees at Rite Aid Rite Aids. Yes. Yeah. Um, now I'm in a big house with four roommates. Are, big, are you big in house? a big big house with what lots of lots of rooms? Yeah, and a big big table. <laughs> Second lots time. and lots of food. Te- second time um, we've referenced that on this podcast. Yeah. Um, but I think it was in the episode title of one. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, if the this house is empty, there are a lot of noises and rattling around that makes me feel a little uncomfortable. Well, I also have the haunted the mix haunted mixtape right you it, in my record cabinet. You will. Which I still haven't listened to that since senior year of college. Well, just don't listen to it in your house, because then its spirit will be in your house. Your car is already haunted. You're screwed. Like that. Your car is screwed. Oh, that car died. That car died. This is a new. This is a different Subaru I drive now. (laughs) Which, Um, by the way, is getting new doors because it didn't pass inspection because of those holes in the bottom of the. Wait, wait. Is it getting new doors or nude oars? It's getting nude oars. Um, oh, I'm going to have some some Vikings just paddling me around. Let's talk really quickly about, like, because I, I am terrified of haunted houses. But I know that if I went through there, like, they can't touch you. Like, legally, uh, they can't uh, do that. They touch you. Now, you sign, like, a waiver in some. There's, like, they're allowed to touch me. They're not allowed to oh. grope me or hurt well, me. Wait, I would rather them grope me. All right, let's see. Because then, like, then it's a sexy haunted house. A, a sauntered I'm look house. That up. <laughs> oh, I'm, it's a, it's I'm a scared. House. I'm scared and turned on at the exact same time. Um, which is what we aim for on this podcast. Uh, so <laughs> I am going to go ahead and go with Corn Maze because I'm pretty pretty good with directions. And I, I, there is no way you could get me in a haunted house. I, there is, there is nothing I would rather not do. I think that's right. Kevin? You know, I think I'm going to go corn maze because cause they cut them into, like, crazy cool shapes. And I would really want to go through a corn maze that was shaped like Richard Attenborough. I thought you were going to make a, a cornrows joke. Yeah. No, I, I would really like Richard Attenborough to have gotten cornrows. Um, I think we all would. The voice you're hearing in this corn maze is Richard Kiley. This corn spared no expense. <laughs> Jordan, uh, I'm gonna go with haunted houses because I just discovered uh, while looking for sexy haunted house. Apparently, there was one in. There was a news report of one uh, from 2011, and the video attached to it has the title: "Zombie strippers invade Wichita." <laughs> So we'll have to I'll throw that in the chat. We'll have to watch that when we're done with this episode. Oh man! Adult-themed haunted house won't admit anyone underage. Thank goodness. Well, it's only for adults. It's like the Adult Swim. Uh, exactly. Um, so speaking of haunted houses and of sexy invading zombies. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Look, the the article says. Okay, it says won't admit anyone underage, but the article says. We won't allow anyone under the age of fourteen. <laughs> well, they sort yeah, of. Yeah, I it. mean, hold on. This is Kansas we're talking about. Yeah, this is just Kansas and, and speedos. So <laughs> one guy has an eye patch. That's pretty spooky. We so fully got- intend to comply with Wichita's public nudity rules, but the dancers in this room will be a little racy. So. God made a sexy farmer? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> yes. All right. So speaking of both of those things, haunted houses and sexy zombies, um, our final question from Formspring, thank you so much, Formspring, is would you rather be dating a ghost or dating a zombie? Go. Well, Oh, if for dating, dating a ghost, a ghost you're, you're gonna get real dating. good at pottery. <laughs> oh yeah, they're just their hands are just gonna guide you. Well, that's like that's yeah, all ghosts yeah, you're are into. Definitely it's like, dating Patrick Swayze, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be able to tear people's throats out for you too. Did you name any of your mice Patrick Swayze? No, we didn't kill Patrick Swayze because he's already dead. 
You can't kill. Uh, okay, have you only used? No, you have <laughs> you like can't Bob. Kill what's hold on, hold dead. on. You had like Bob Hope as one of your dead mice. Didn't no, no, you? no. Bob Barker. Is he not dead yet? Nope, not dead. Not dead yet. <laughs> that's that's the only reason why Kevin keeps track of what celebrities are living and dead. So He's you can know what cool he That's right. What exactly. are you gonna do? It's after. What are you going to do when one of your dead mouses, also your next mouse should be named Dead Mouse. <laughs> I was uh, going to say. <laughs> what are you going to do when one of your dead mice, uh, it, their actor dies? Does that mean the mouse is resurrected somehow? No, yes, it, it means that him. the mouse is canonized. Oh. So, so, so it gets it a little mouse. Pope hat. And he's staying glasses. It gets yeah. a little Pope hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Where are you burying these mice? We're the not. We're throwing them in the trash. <laughs> okay. You're not what feeding you... them to the, the, the hordes of cats literally right outside your apartment window? No, I've only seen one cat. I've seen like 12,000 rats. But was And, and actually, one time a rat ran right past a cat and the cat was just like, meh, I don't care. Well, was it I'm fat? drunk Maybe on catnip. Ate... Maybe it ate we another rat. No. It's just, it's like, well, never mind. Was All right, say it's like so this question. In <laughs> Disadvantaged zombie, they're not going to be a very good conversation partner. Like, you're going to take them out to a meal, and they'll just be like, uh, disagree. Uh, Have you they're... seen the movie Fido? No, I no. haven't. No, I haven't. It is fantastic. Let me tell you about Fido. In Fido, we are in a post-apocalyptic zombie apocalypse, but... Humanity has figured out how to create uh, these mind control collars that we put on all of the zombies, which causes them to become docile, almost pet-like people. So people will use... so they're clearly great dates. People will use these zombies as, like, servants. And what happens is uh, Fido, the zombie, the titular zombie of uh, the family... He starts, like, becoming conscious and, like, showing that he still has a brain, despite his desire for brains. Uh, And uh, Carrie Ann Moss, most notably from the Matrix series, starts falling in love with him. So, stranger things have happened. I have been looking for a girl who uh, likes me for my brains. So, that that, that may be helpful. I was gonna say, I think that their con their conversation would be very intellectual. It'll all be centered around brains. Yeah, it would be very brainy conversation. Yeah. Um, you are gonna have to worry about the zombie like falling apart though. Like, oh, is that a, is that a soup? Is that a fly in your soup? Oh no, it's like your your ring finger. Oh, we'll Plus, just they're gonna be pretty lifeless in, when you're making out. <laughs> Uh, won't, I mean. won't the ghost also be the same though that's a wash well i think i'd rather have like a ghostly apparition that was like okay this like i don't actually feel anything than like rotting flesh in Ugh. my mouth you know what though <laughs> on the offbeat chance the ghost i'm dating is bill pullman from uh casper <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want Ghost be, Dad 2.0. Oh, I don't. I don't even want to have to deal with that. But you know what? Like that ghost is going to be so flighty. Like ghosts are not going to commit to you. They're going to be like, mm. oh, I got to go onto this other spectral plane for like six months, and we're not going to be able to talk. So you know, don't just trust me that I'm not going to be chatting up any other ghost ladies or men or whatever, whoever you are. Um, you swing. You swing both ghost ways. Yeah, I mean, zombies, like, they're in it for the long haul. They're always trying to bite you and rip you apart. So at least they're they're very, their love language is definitely physical touch. Absolutely. Um, But at least they're there. They're putting in the time. They're putting in the hours. um, If something goes wrong, I feel like it's going to be easier to break up with a zombie than with a ghost. Like, with a zombie, you just kind of got to, I don't know, put them down. Maybe go whistleblower. Uh-huh. Let, let the, the the Raccoon City Police Department know about it. Um, or, but with the ghost, like, oh no, like whatever happens, and you know the relationship ends poorly, it's just gonna haunt you. That's gonna be awful. <laughs> but at least you know, like, 
with the zombie, at least you know like what it wants to like. If you're going out to to dinner, at least it know what you want to eat. Like, oh, we'll get it. Just get some brains. Get it in person so they can tear it apart. Like with the with the ghosts, like you're gonna have to find ectoplasm, and it's like the only I like the only person I know who has that is Bill Murray, and well, I doubt he's gonna want to share. No, Slimer's got that ecto cooler, but they haven't made ecto cooler <laughs> since like year two thousand, so it's gonna be uh, hard to find. Supermarkets need to get their game right. Um, advantage of Ghost Girlfriend though is that she's gonna be great for spying on people. Like, you know, career development, you know, you're going to be able to, like, get in there and, like, steal all the good ideas uh, from the hold other on companies. Though, you're going to be able to spy on other people's conversations. Tyler, that goes both ways. I'm going to dip exactly. into my, my Harry like Potter ghost. knowledge. You could have a moaning myrtle on your hands who you're trying to take a nice bubble bath, and she's just like, ooh, I'm going to take a nice look at your junk while you're you're trying to clean yourself off. I remember, yeah, I remember when Moaning, Moaning Myrtle did that. Drawers. No no amount of bubbles is going to hide your body. What you her. got? You'll be, you'll be laid bare. And I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. That was a really weird plot twist that that J.R.R. Rowling Rowling put in, put in Harry Potter. Like, she spent like 80 pages... On moaning Myrtle spying on naked people, it was like I don't know the narrative. Like probably yeah. If anything, make a make a you know a novella out of it. It was well, it was Give really the people it was, what they want. Why was, why muck it up with all that Triwizard <laughs> tournament stuff? Yeah. It was J.K. Rowling's Tom Bombadil. Really, it was moaning Myrtle. All right, what if you're hold on? What if you're dating Nearly's headless Nick John Cleese from Harry Potter? That would be great. Then yeah, you have you know someone who is full of full of wit and and charisma. Yeah, he probably and... could do some Ministry of Funny Walks for you. Yeah, um, Ghost. I feel like also like it's gonna be good for you know getting things down off the of top shelves, be able to possess people for you. Like there are all kinds of utilities. Like this zombie, you bring it out in public, and people are gonna see it and freak the junk out. This ghost is just kind of like, okay, I'm gonna go clear for a while, but oh, but then she'll be like, well, why do you why don't you want to be seen together? Like you're well, you're a ghost. Did we talk about dating Bill Cosby yet? Um, I think I think we've all thought it. <laughs> no, that is a good point. Because hold be on, was the Ghost original Dad, Ghost Dad still Ghost married Dad after he died? Well, I don't know. It is till death do we part. I feel like everything is nullified. He's he's fair market. He's on the he's on the field. He's he's playing that ghost field. He's playing that ghost game. Yeah. Uh by the way, Queen Elizabeth the first, she's dead and she's a ghost and she is fine. Um <laughs> She's doing fine. Yeah, she looks all like Kate Blanchett. <laughs> um But the problem like the problem with the ghost scenario is that everybody like That every- is my favorite um book of nonfiction. The ghost the problem scenario. with the ghost scenario. It's a, it's a Tom Clancy novel. It's so good. Yeah. The ghost scenario. Um, Speaking of ghosts and Tom Clancy, he died. Yes. That is <laughs> so maybe true. you're dating Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy. Well, no. Like, the ghost is always going to be trying to, like, convince you to be more into Christmas and, like, keep it all the year. And be like, look, I, <laughs> I like Christmas just fine. Like, don't. Show me my past, present, and future just so that I'll buy a little cripple a big turkey. Uh, I was the ghost of Christmas present in uh, high school. <laughs> is, is that right? Yeah, I got to say, uh, come and fat... know me better, man. You were the fat kid with the loud voice. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> typecast all the way through. Just like me being being typecast as an old man. Cody Crumrine, father of the year. I was also chronically an old man in a lot of things. Oh, I thought Cody Crumrine was going to be one of the uh, the crippled, starving, awkward-looking children under your robes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they exactly. cut that out of the uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, wisely so. Yeah. <laughs> These, my, my children are famine and ignorance. Like, yeah, oh, no, I still can't watch the, uh, the Patrick Stewart uh christmas carol for but the reason. patrick swayze christmas carol is oh so wow good yeah he's trying they're like he goes back into his past and he's like well, good heavens 
This it's me, Dirty Dancing. This is the ghost of Roadhouse Pass. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, if only I hadn't tried to put Baby in a corner. I could have <laughs> loved Christmas so much more. <laughs> All right. We need to take a vote on this. Um, Jordan, what are you going with? Uh, I'm going to date Ghost Dad. <laughs> I will also be um, dating a ghost, but I'm going to go with that. Um, no, yeah, ghost dad. Uh, Kevin? I'm going with the old zombophone because if you're dating a ghost, like, there's going to be a bajillion and one reality shows trying to like film your girlfriend. And like, oh, does she exist? Like, yeah, and we're trying to watch the, you know, Tom Selleck do something, whatever movie he was in. The zombies, like everybody's three men gonna and a baby. Be, yeah, yes. we're trying to watch Three Men and a Baby. Why don't you get the heck out of here? Whereas everybody with zombies are like, I don't really, I don't really want. Like maybe they'll try to shoot it with a crossbow or something, but at least they don't like. Yeah, well, that you got to protect your 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 goodly zombie wife from. Oh, that's true. And then she's gonna be like, Oh, you took that whole case of shotgun shell, shell on me. You died for, for me. undead me. Yeah. Thanks for thanks. I love you. Goodbye. I'll always remember your brain. You. Yeah, I'll always remember you because I'll eat your brain and I'll eat all your memories. So next time you have to choose between ghost date or zombie date, go ahead with that ghost date. You're gonna be glad you did. And thank you all so join. Uh, thank you also <laughs> thank joining you all us. Thank you also joining us. Thank you also joining us. Also joining us, ghost dad. Um, thank you all for He's joining us. With us for um our spooky halloween spectacular this is always one of our favorite episodes to do um uh if you would like to submit some non-spooky questions you can send them to ninjas versus podcast that's versus vs no period podcast at gmail.com uh, we'll take your questions there, uh, or you can find us on facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast. We post a lot of funny images and videos on there and also just really love chatting with people. Uh, we are getting close. I think our next big thing, this is our last theme episode. Well, maybe, I don't think, th- well, maybe Thanksgiving. Wait, did you say this, this is, is our, our last steam episode that we're putting up our, on steam? Yeah, this is on steam sale. Grab it now. Um, this is what we might have a Halloween episode before it, I guess, but, uh, we're getting close to our hundredth episode. So if, um, you have suggestions for that, things you'd like to see, things you'd like to hear, uh, let us know. It's going to be a blast. We're getting really excited for it. Triple Ditch. You can also connect with us on Twitter at ninjas versus podcast or using the MVP hashtag. Jordan, do we have to tweet the week? I don't know what I just said there, but please. Um, well, Phil Holmes is now pandering, so I'm not. Oh, gonna, wow. I'm not going to mention his tweet, Him, which you just did. I did, just... but I won't read his tweet. Although he did, no, his tweet was mentioned two weeks in a row. Will I make it to three? Stay tuned to find out. <laughs> so you just mentioned the tweet. I did. Well, I mentioned <laughs> him, so I realized I should have. I should have had the foresight. <laughs> Anyone else who's actually talking to us? Uh, that's the other reason he got mentioned. Uh, yeah, Joanna Rutter had a pretty baller tweet. Did she use the MVP hashtag? Yeah, I think so. Or she tweeted at us. No, that doesn't count. You hashtag. gotta use the hashtag. Hold on, let me see if she did. To be yep, qualified. she did. She absolutely no, she absolutely did. I'm looking oh, at it right now. I'm not seeing it. I will read it. My commute, colon, one, board train, two, listen to a back episode of At Ninjas vs. Podcast, three, confuse everyone around me as I laugh quietly to myself, hashtag MVP. Thanks, Joanna. I totally get what you're talking about because I ride the subway too, and I listen to back episodes of our podcast. No, that's really egotistical. Uh, I just I listen for the Kevin. Kevin bonus. never listens to any of our podcasts. Nope. He doesn't actually listen to the two other channels coming in over the Google Hangout right now. Nope. Um, no, I listen for the the Easter egg that you put at the end, and then <laughs> and then I usually listen to like three minutes in the middle somewhere. All right, and now I have just discovered there is apparently a group of Let's Players called Noob versus Pro. Ooh, Ooh so we gotta we kill him now. Uh, 
Uh, but anyways, <laughs> they they tweeted on hashtag MVP. We clopped like a unicorn, and Aaron serenaded Tim with some Justin Bieber. Classic MVP. So thank you so much for not interacting with us on there. Uh, we would love to have more folks on the Tweetos. Um, thank you again to our new likes. Um, Harrison okay. Ely, Nick Smith. Uh, also, Jonathan Durfee. Ooh, the Durfalurf. Of the Durfee Classroom Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure. I swear I've invited him to uh, join the Facebook group like five times. <laughs> he listens hey. on, on a, a very erstwhile basis so maybe he'll hear this shout out um 185 likes gotta get that 200 gotta hit that 200 hey by the way i'm the only one inviting episode. people you guys could go through your friends <sighs> yeah i should do that yeah probably um i'd also like to apologize to everyone for always posting the fact on uh always posting our new episode on twitter like two or three days late <laughs> i will definitely do it on time at some point yeah i was gonna say the tweet announcing this episode came out two on days saturday ago. yeah yeah it came out while i was waiting for uh jen to make grits before we went to the zoo hey did she listen to the podcast uh she hasn't yet i need to give her the link do you really want to do that kevin um, hey, if she doesn't respect my work, I'll, you know, that would be a bummer. I'll understand. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be very <laughs> understanding and we'll be sad, but, you know, what are um, you going to do? And so, Does anyone respect our work? <laughs> well, clearly not George Champy of www.georgehampy.com. Still will not. Phil Holmes does. Phil Holmes does. P. Holmes, thank you. He's, he's a gentleman and a scholar. And a scholar. And a scholar, um, brother. But we're not going to talk about him anymore. Um, we were going to make this... Well, we still are. Um, around these parts, um, we um, we like our friends, and one of our friends is Jay Tholen. And this is the month of Dropsy here on Ninjas vs. Podcast. The uh, MOD. He finally, he relaunched the uh, Dropsy Adventure Kickstarter, um, and it is... It is... It is going nutsos right now. Like we had we had mentioned it last week, went up, we're like, okay, we've got to promote on this episode. It is already over ninety percent there. It'll probably be funded by the time this episode comes out. But, but there's stretch goals that we have got to hit. There are stretch goals that are gonna be sweet. Voic voice actors, voic actors. Don't know what that is. Um but Custom they're made. at twelve thousand eight hundred thirty six dollars right now, six hundred fifteen backers. I backed uh, right before recording this show, because I was like, Ugh, if I'm going to be telling other people to do this, I probably should too. I went ahead and went at the $25 level, get beta access to the game, name the credits, video updates, digital access of the game when it comes out, soundtrack download, and a book of secrets that includes like... What? Yeah, I think for, like if coloring you put in $25, the book of secrets is wide open. <laughs> <laughs> It is the best bang for your buck. But please go to kickstarter.com slash projects slash jtholen slash dropsy. Uh, but really, you don't even have to do that because it's a Kickstarter staff pick for games right now. And it is coming along great. There, I followed the, uh, the Dropsy Choose Your Own Adventures on the Something Awful forums back when it was getting started. And there is honestly nothing better. It's a, it is a adventure game about a clown who um, just really likes painting faces on things, and there is no text in the game. All of the other characters uh, t t talk to you through images because Dropsy doesn't always understand what people are saying, and so neither should you. And it's really great. It's adorable. It's fun. I can't wait for it to be made because it definitely is. I backed it, and Jay um, brought me up on the Facebook chat and was like, hey, thanks for backing it. So he's a real person, people. He's cool. <laughs> and he has needs. And one of them is for you to like his Kickstarter and contribute it to very it. I'm a man with very specific needs. I have a very um, specific set of needs. One of them is for you to help my Kickstarter. So check him out. Thank you so much to Animal Tropical for our intro song. 20 Miles, Sparrows and Crows for our outro song, Ultraviolet Bliss. And our final question, keeping with our Ninjas versus theme, Ninjas versus the Children of the Corn. Go. Oh, children of the corn because they're gonna make a corn maze and ninjas are gonna get 
lost in it and then die of attrition. Ninjas, because they can chop down the corn with their katanas. <laughs> and I am going to say um, uh, ninjas, because uh, those children aren't going to be able to run very fast with all those uh, those corn on their feet, those corns. <laughs> Uh, so thank you so much for joining us as ever I'm Tyler I'm Jordan and I'm Kevin and until next time I wonder if I can find a sexy Sam the Eagle costume (laughs) please please no I hope from the Muppets I hope that that does not exist I definitely have a summer party it's gotta where we dance out in the sun gonna bounce and shake our bodies and we'll be dead when we're all done tired from all the fun and games we'll hit the ground let the grass scratch up our legs and we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss exclusively eucalyptus kevin that was the dumbest thing i've ever heard you say